0: Hey there, friends. Welcome back to Work Less, Earn More. So in last week's episode, I started this conversation about big picture business strategy. Basically, the simple ingredients that are necessary to make any business profitable. And if you have them, your business will be profitable. And these are the three ingredients that are required regardless of your business model or what type of product you sell or who your audience is or anything like that. So those three things, just to recap, that I talked about in the last episode are, first of all, you need to have something that people want, a product. Second, you need to have people to sell that thing to. And then third, you need to have a sales system, a system that connects your product with your people. So what I want to do in this episode is go deeper on the first of those ingredients, the profitable product. You need a product that is a good product that people want. And simply having a good product can be your first secret weapon to easy sales and great revenue in your business. As Alex Hermazi said in his book, 100 Million Dollar Offers, if you have no offer, then you've got no business, no life in your business. If you've got a bad offer, then you'll have negative profits, no business, and maybe a miserable life. If you have a decent offer, then you'll have no profit, a stagnant business, and a stagnant life. If you have a good offer, you'll have some profit, an okay business, and an okay life. And then if you have a grand slam offer, that's what he calls it, then you'll have fantastic profits, insane business, and freedom. Now, I think that Alex tends toward the extreme. I think you can have a great life even if you don't have an offer. And I think that even if you have a bad offer, you can make money. I see people do it all the time. But having a great offer, an offer that people jump up and down to say yes to and just can't get enough of, it definitely makes your life a lot easier and it makes it a lot easier to make a lot more money in your business. So, overall, in short, having a great offer is going to make a big difference when it comes to building your business. So, the main thing I want to cover today is seven rules for creating a profitable offer for your business to sell. Now, this is not exhaustive. There is more that could be said about having a great offer, but these are seven of the things that I think are the most important when it comes to creating a great offer. So, the first rule for creating a great offer is to create your offer first like right now. Don't wait to redesign your website. Don't wait until your audience has grown. Don't wait until you're more qualified or until your audience is growing faster. Just create the best offer that you can right now. You can always improve it or come up with a new offer later. This does not have to be your forever offer, but you can't start making money until you have an offer. And of course, if you're going to make an offer, make it the best you can. And we're going to talk in this episode about some simple things you can do to make your offer be a lot more profitable than it would be otherwise. So often when business owners create their first offer, Or even their 10th offer, but when they feel like they're still a beginner because maybe their audience is small, maybe their website isn't as shiny as they want it to be, maybe their team is still pretty small, maybe they just feel like they have a lot to learn still, which, by the way, we all do, they play it small. They make a rather timid offer. They are scared to play big and really make the biggest splash that they can. They think that maybe they're not qualified to offer something expensive. But none of those things are true and none of them are necessary. You can and should create the biggest, best offer you can right now. And yes, later down the road, you probably will be able to create an even better offer that is even more valuable and will be even easier to sell. But that's no reason to play it small now. So right now, first things first, create your offer, the best offer you possibly can. The second rule for creating a profitable offer for your business is to not try to create a new desire or a new demand. The fact of the matter is that creating a new desire, while yes, it would enable you to immediately monopolize that market because no one else would be marketing to this new desire, but that is incredibly difficult to do. In some cases, it might be impossible. In other cases, it might be possible, but it will take years. It is something that even huge companies with huge marketing budgets are leery of trying to do because they know that the chances of succeeding are slim and that in order to succeed, it will cost an enormous amount of money. So do not try to create a new demand, create a brand new product that nobody has ever heard of. Instead, create a product, offer a product that satisfies an existing market demand. You do not need to reinvent the wheel there are already so many things that people want, so many problems people have that they would like to have solved for them, that if you can just offer a product that solves one of those problems they already have or satisfies one of those desires they already have, then you can have an incredible offer that makes you a lot of money. Now, when I say that, you might have this immediate reaction of, But if I'm selling for a demand that they already have, if I'm solving a problem that they already know they have, then won't I be facing a lot of competition? Because aren't there other products on the market that are already satisfying that demand that are already solving those problems for them? And the answer is yes, there are. If you offer a product that solves a problem that people are already aware of, then yes, you will face competition. But that does not mean that you cannot make plenty of money, that you cannot very successfully sell your offer. Most successful products on the market, in fact, I will go as far as to say all successful products on the market, have competition. There are other products that are solving the same problems, other products that are providing the same solutions or the same results. But that is okay because these products manage to differentiate. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. And serve different target markets. And there is enough room in the market for multiple companies to supply the demand. In fact, in most of the biggest industries, there are dozens, if not hundreds or thousands of different products that are all vying for the exact same customers, that are all solving the exact same problems. And yet, those companies can still make plenty of money. Now, the third rule for creating a profitable offer for your business is to focus your offer on one big result. Now, yes, your product might improve your customers' lives in dozens of different ways, but it is going to be way easier for you to sell and also easier for your customers to use if they understand one big result that your product will get them. The result should be simple, it should be clear, and it should be easily measurable. So here are a few examples of the sorts of results that I would stay away from as your main big result, things that are ambiguous in general, like, this product will make you more successful or will help you feel more confident. Offering something like life coaching or this product will help you grow your business. These things are all very general, kind of vague, not measurable. And people are very hesitant to part with their money for something where they don't even feel like they will be able to necessarily know if they got the result that is being promised to them. Some good examples, and some of these are from clients of mine, would be to sell a product that will give them the result of signing their first three clients, or sell a course that promises to help them design their first vegetable garden, or offer a service where you teach your clients how to get their orchid to re-bloom, or to create a custom homeschool plan for your child, to simplify your schedule and save 10 plus hours a month or to learn how to cook seven healthy meals from scratch. These product outcomes are all super specific, clear, and easily measurable. And that makes the prospective customer feel very confident that they will in fact get that result, that they will know when they got that result, and that they will get their money's worth. And that will make your product way easier to sell. The fourth rule is differentiate. If you sell a unique otherwise known as a proprietary product, then you face very little competition and you can set your own price based on the results your product creates. So essentially by differentiating, you get a monopoly on your market. Even if other people are selling similar products, products that solve similar problems or create similar results, but the more you differentiate, the more of a monopoly you have. Now, the alternative to differentiating is that you sell commodities. Now, the reason I included that quote from Alex Hermazy at the beginning of this episode was because I recently read his book, $100 Million Offers, and I really appreciated it. And I really liked how he defined a commodity. He said, A commodity, as I define it, is a product available from many places. For that reason, it's prone to purchases based on price instead of value. If all products are equal, then the cheapest one is the most valuable by default. In other words, if a prospect compares your product to another and thinks, these are pretty much the same, I'll buy the cheaper one, then they commoditized you. How embarrassing. (laughs) So I think that that kind of sums up the problem with selling a commodity, the problem with not differentiating, with not offering a proprietary product. What we need to be careful of here is that We need to make sure that we are satisfying an existing demand. We're not trying to create a new demand, create a new desire. But then at the same time, as we're satisfying that demand, satisfying that desire, creating that result that people already know they want, we need to do it in a different way so that our product is distinctly different from the competition. So I think a good example of this would be Apple Computers. So, of course, computers, personal computers already existed when Apple came on the scene. And so they were satisfying this existing desire for people to have personal computing devices and to, of course, like do the things that people at that time wanted to do with a personal computer but they decided to offer a different product to solve that same problem. It was a product that created the same result, but worked in a different way. And that was enough of a differentiation for them to monopolize a corner of the market. And you can do the same thing with whatever you are selling. You need to think about your unique approach to solving the problem that you solve for your customers. Often a good way to do this is to think about the shortcomings of your competitors. So think about how your competitors solve this problem for your customers and then just make a list of the ways in which maybe this isn't quite ideal for the customers. Maybe it takes too much time. Maybe it's more expensive than it needs to be. Maybe there's parts of the process that are difficult for the customer or parts of it that don't work very well. If you're selling a physical product, you might go look at the Amazon reviews and see what complaints people have about the products that are currently being sold, and then figure out how you can solve even just a couple of those problems with your product. And then, keep this in mind, don't just market your product as a little better. Market it as different. Talk about how your product is radically different from the competition and why it is so much better. Talk about the different technology or the different methodology that you use in your product or the different materials that you use or the process that you go through to create it. Now, to be quite frank with you, those things might not be radically different from your competition. Focus on the things that are different, though, harp on them, and then talk about the superior results that that will create for the customer. And you'll be surprised how small of a differentiation is really needed to be able to, again, monopolize that corner of the market if you really focus on that in your marketing. So let's move on now to the fifth rule for creating a profitable product. And that is that you do not have to create the product yourself. Now, maybe you feel like you just don't have anything valuable enough to offer. Maybe you don't have any skills that you can monetize or knowledge that you can monetize. Maybe you're not a brilliant inventor. Don't worry. I'm not either. And to be quite frank with you, most entrepreneurs aren't. Certainly, most business owners are not brilliant inventors. But here's what you need to know. Some of the biggest businesses in the world, many of the biggest businesses in the world don't make their own products, okay? Target, Walmart, Amazon... These are all resellers and they make billions of dollars reselling products that other people made. And you can do this in your business too. Whether you want to sell a digital product, a physical product, or even a service, you do not necessarily need to have the skills or the know-how or the resources to manufacture this product yourself or to offer this service yourself. Let me just give you a little example here. You probably understand how this can work with a physical product. With a digital product, you can do this by offering a product that someone else sells, and you can get paid as an affiliate. And you can make hundreds of dollars, sometimes even thousands of dollars per sale selling other people's online courses or membership sites. And then if you're thinking about services, how could that work? How can you sell someone else's service? Well, that's basically what the agency business model is, where you run an agency and you have service providers who are either your contractors or your employees, but most often contractors, they provide the services to the clients and you get a cut. So please do not feel like you need to create the product yourself. There are so many options, so many things you could sell, so many people out there who are brilliant inventors or who are skilled service providers or who have gone to the work to create a great product who would love to have you sell their product for them. Okay, and now we come to rule number six, which is test your offer before trying to build a business around it. Now, your chances of coming up with a great offer that people want to buy are surprisingly high. After all, if you think it's a good idea, there are likely others who will think so too. But there is, of course, still the chance that you might be unique. Maybe you want to learn how to build and launch a satellite out of your backyard, but no one else cares. Actually, that seems pretty doubtful. I bet that a lot of people would be interested in that if you decided to offer a course about how to do that. But just run with my example here, okay? Whatever your idea is, before you go to all the time, effort, and expense of building an entire business around that offer, please test it out. Tell some people about your idea. Ask them if they'd want it. Do a beta launch. See if there's interest preferably even pre-sell your offer, your product, to find out if people are willing to hand over money for this thing that you're offering. You can do this process as simply as sending a text to a few people you know who you think might be interested in your product, or as complexedly as doing a whole beta launch, pre-selling your offer, and just doing the whole shebang, basically doing a whole product launch before you've created your product or with the first version of your product. The main idea here, though, is do not go to all the work of setting up a business, opening the business bank accounts, manufacturing your product, investing a whole bunch of money into this business until you have some cold, hard proof that people actually want what you are offering. Now, I know that people often skip this step because they're afraid to find out maybe people don't want it. But I really don't want you gambling on an untested idea. And wouldn't you rather know if there isn't demand for it? Because if you do find that out, first of all, you'll have saved yourself all of that expense. But also, you can just move on to a different idea. There are plenty of ideas out there. And like I said, it's surprising how frequent it is to find a winning idea. So you really won't have to test very many ideas before you find a winning one. I also want to point out here when I say it's easy to find a winning idea, I'm kind of talking about like the basic idea of like the basic version of your product. super easy to find one. From there, you can take any product and you can jazz it up with a great guarantee with the perfect price by differentiating it extensively to make it much easier to sell and make it what Alex Romazi calls that grand slam offer. So it's easy to find a product that, there is a demand for, it is harder, although still totally doable, you just need to learn the steps to turn that product into that grand slam offer. Okay, and now we come to rule number seven, the final rule I wanted to share with you today for creating a profitable offer for your business to sell is that premium prices don't just maximize profits they can make your offer easier to sell. Let me say that again. Premium prices don't just maximize profits. They can make your offer easier to sell. Now, you might be wondering, how can that be? Wouldn't lowering prices make your offer easier to sell? But often, the opposite can actually be true. And here's why. Your offer's price communicates its value. And a higher price indicates to prospective customers that your product is more valuable. So, Oftentimes, raising the price can actually make your product easier to sell or at least compensate for the segment of the market that you might be cutting out with a higher price. So, a lot of the time, you raise the price and you'll see either your sales and conversions hold steady or even increase. And of course, in either of those situations, or even if your sales dip a little bit, it will maximize your revenue. And most of the time, when you raise your prices, it means your business makes more money. And if you do make fewer sales, that only leads to lower costs in your business. So it tends to greatly improve your profit margin. Businesses making more money, spending less money. So all around good. Okay, so now that we've covered these seven rules for creating a profitable product in your business, I just want to share a few resources with you for how to actually get this done, create this great offer. The first resource I'll mention is just Alex Ramazi's book, $100 Million Offers. This is honestly the best book I have ever read on creating offers. I will say that while it is exceptional, he does not get into the like brainstorming and the testing out of different offers hardly at all in the book. The book is more about taking a basically good offer, an offer that there is demand for, and then turning it into a $100 million offer or a grand slam offer, as he calls it. So the book is incredibly valuable, but it's not going to help you find an offer, find a product idea. If you have a product idea or you have a product His book will definitely help you improve it though. The other resources I wanted to share with you are a few videos of mine that you can find on YouTube. And I'm going to make sure to include links to these in the show notes for this episode, but I'll also tell you how to find them on YouTube. So the first one is a video called Eight Digital Products That Earn At Least $100 A Day. And you can find it on YouTube just by typing exactly that in. Eight Digital Products That Earn At Least $100 A Day, Gillian Perkins. And in this video, I break down, well, exactly that. The title kind of says it all. Eight Highly Profitable Digital Product Ideas. So if you need an idea for your product, then that video is going to help you out. Now, once you have an idea for a product you want to create, then how are you actually going to create it, right? How are you going to make it so that you can sell it? Well, this next video is going to help you out with that. It's called Create and Sell a Digital Product in Seven Easy Steps. And again, you can find it on YouTube if you just search for my name and that title. So type in Gillian Perkins, Create and Sell a Digital Product, and you should be able to find that video. And then finally, once you have your product created, at least in its beta state, then it's time to test it out. And I've got a video to guide you through that process as well. So this video is called How to Test Your Business Idea. It's episode four of my Small Business 101 series. You can find it on YouTube just by searching Gillian Perkins, How to Test Your Business Idea. It's a pretty comprehensive video that's going to walk you through the entire process, including talking about the easier ways to do this, example here just like texting your friends and how you could structure that to still get some good results as well as the more like full-on complex way to very thoroughly test your business idea. Now, I got to be straight with you. Creating a product or even just deciding what to sell can be a fair amount of work, but it is a necessary first step if you want to start a successful business and start making money with your business. And ultimately, here's the most important thing that I think you should know about creating a profitable offer for your business it really doesn't have to take a huge amount of time. Yes, it will take effort. Yes, it will take time. But if you are willing to move forward with an imperfect idea and improve it later, then I am confident that you can get this done in just a single weekend. Just a few hours brainstorming, narrowing it down, drafting an initial version of your product, and you'll have something that you can get out there in the real world and start testing. Now to wrap this all up, let's talk about what to do once you've settled on a product idea. The next step would be figuring out how to sell that thing. And this is where 100K Mastermind can really help you out. 100K Mastermind is our six-month coaching program where we work with clients to teach them how to sell their products. We start out with a beta launch and then we scale it up to six figures a year. We run this program live just a couple of times a year and the space is quite limited because I've got a small team so we only have capacity to handle so many clients. So if you would like to join us for our next cohort, then make sure that you get your application in now so that you can secure your spot. You can read more about the program and submit your application at gillianperkins.com slash 100k. That's just gillianperkins.com slash 100 K, And on that page, you're going to find all the information about the upcoming cohort, exactly what you can expect, how the program works, the end result that you're going to achieve with the program. Get all those details. Get your application in. So again, head to gillianperkins.com 100K. I would love to have you join us for our next cohort of 100K Mastermind. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Work Less, Earn More. Now, here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of this episode you're listening to right now and share it out on your Instagram stories. And when you do, make sure you tag me at Gillian Z Perkins so I can see you're listening. Sharing on stories is going to help more people find this podcast so they too can learn how to build their business in a way that allows them to work less and earn more. And if you really love the show, head over to Apple Podcasts right now and leave Work Less, Earn More a review to give it a boost and help even more people find it. Okay, let's wrap this up. I'm Gillian Perkins, and until next week, stay focused and take action.